Imagination Lane Audio Productions presents Tom Crean, Sailor on Ice. For more on this audio series, please visit imaginationlane.net. This is an awful place, and terrible enough for us to have laboured to it without the rewarded priority. The pole, yes, but under very different circumstances from those expected. We have had a horrible day. Add to our disappointment a headwind, with a temperature minus 22 degrees, and companions labouring on with cold hands and feet. Now for the run homeward, and a desperate struggle. I wonder if we can do it. Imagination Lane Audio Productions Enter the Mists of History Last time on Gaia's Voyages An Amazonian vacation is interrupted with unexpected news all right, whoever you are, you better have a darn good excuse for interrupting my vacation unless you want to end up food for piranha and crocodiles with really sharp pointy teeth. Hello, beautiful. You've been officially named captain of the Gaia. A disaster looms like a ticking time bomb. We have reports from our long-range monitors that the Kofoni system is set to go supernova in a month's time. Good lord, there's billions of people down there, not to mention the wildlife. And Gaia and her crew are off to the rescue. Well, I might as well get used to this cushy chair. Damn the impossibilities, full speed ahead, boys. Lieutenant Anjou, engage. And now, the adventure continues. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. These are their adventures. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 2. Disaster at Zafani, Part 2. Gaia, what's going on? Zafani! 
enemy has expanded further than estimated. We are too close. Solar flare incoming. Lieutenant Andrew, evasive maneuvers. Get us out to a safe distance. Oui, mon capitaine. Merde, Gaia, she moves too slowly. Shields down, 10% and lowering. The heat and radiation is too much. Damage reported on outer bulkheads. Call breaches, star side. Zeet, we need more speed. We don't want to burn up before we even get to Tapari. Yes, Captain, I'll give you all I can. Come on, beautiful lady, show us what you've got. Diverting power from non-critical systems to shields. Engaging backup for emergency boosters. Lieutenant, I've got you. Lieutenant Commander, what is her status? A broken wing, I think, but she'll be all right. I'll handle her station, Captain. Radiation level spiking. Entering danger zone. Shields at 60%. Lieutenant Anjou, more speed. We are going as fast as we can, mon capitaine. Zeke, we need more speed to the engines! Captain, I can't give you any more. She can hardly handle it as it is. If you don't, we'll be incinerated anyway! Everyone, hold on to your chapeaus! We're not wearing chapeaus. Just fly the bloody ship, Lieutenant. We have reached a safe distance, Captain. Good job, everyone. Lieutenant Barask, damage report. We have outer hull damage over most of the ship, from minor to moderate. Shields are down to 53%. Reports of hazardous radiation levels in the outer modules. Captain, what happened up there? The star had expanded faster than we thought. We jumped in too close for comfort, but we made it through. Any casualties? Minor injuries and broken bones. Nothing that can't be quickly fixed. Keep me informed, Doctor. I get done. Dr. Filigord, Lieutenant McCall has a broken wing. We need a medical team up here for her. Certainly, Commander. I am on my way. Keep her mobile if you can. Understood. Hang on, Lieutenant. Help is on the way. Oh, hi, Commander. Dr. Noah, report. The modules with the two priority are all right, Commander. Good thing I had the innermost ones readied. Some of my people have minor injuries and rattled nerves, but they'll be all right. What in blazes happened? Blazes is the right word for it. We jumped out too close to the star. Bloody blue bucket wasp. We're lucky to be alive. Indeed we are. Try to keep everything as organized as you can. Seat, what's the status of the engines? Not happy, Captain. Not happy at all. We can't keep up the speed much longer. Radiation levels are still unhealthy in the outer modules. My poor, beautiful guy, I thought you were abused so soon. My rusty but fully functional mechanical heart aches for you. But fear not, my sweet, sweet Halbert. Zeet is here for you. And your faithful loyal engineer will repair all the damage. My next upgrade appointment at stake if I lie. Thank you, Zeet. I trust in your abilities. Captain, I believe I can make it to Perry safely, but I will need extensive repairs. The outer modules were exposed to radiation too high for biologics to safely dissipate and repair. 
I recommend you close down all damaged areas except those around the shuttle bays and concentrate repairs there. Damn it! The shuttle bays, how badly damaged are they? They are repairable if efforts are concentrated there during orbital insertion. What about our shields? Recharging as we speak, Commander. Oh, mon dieu. That was too close. Indeed it was. But that is only a taste of what we will experience if that star goes nova while we are still here. All right, people. We still have a mission to accomplish. Close off all non-critical areas and get to work on the shuttles. Yes, Captain. Any idea why we almost got fried? We were supposed to be a safe distance away. The jump calculations were correct. We oui, are those calculations myself, mon capitaine. They were correct. Lieutenant Anjou is quite an accomplished pilot, madam. We should have been safe, but it seems that the star's increase in size has accelerated. According to our new sensor data, we should have about two weeks, at most. That's not enough time. No, it's not, Commander, but we'll do our best. Exactly what type of Nova are we looking at, Lieutenant Commander? In type 2, as far as I can tell. This star was the type that would have gone Nova anyway, but not for billions of years. It was yet young, Captain. Then why has it gone from young to ancient in a matter of weeks? Oh, I do not know, sir. In all of my long life, I have never heard of anything like this. None of my people have. And that worries me even more. If your people haven't encountered a situation like this star... It's unlikely anyone in the Confederation has. Right now, Zephoni is running out of fuel. It's already run out of hydrogen and is burning helium now. Once it runs out of helium, it will burn carbon, then neon, oxygen, and finally silicone. The silicone burning process will produce iron, which it can't fuse, and that will gather at the core. The iron takes away energy used to support the star weakening it. Once the core reaches Chandrasekhar limit, there'll be catastrophic collapse. The supernova. The star's about 20 solar masses, so that collapse will eventually create a black hole where the system once was. Really, a fascinating process. Though rather horrifying in this case. Yes, Doctor. Ah, my wing! My wing! Ah, my wing! Ah. I can see that, Lieutenant. Don't worry. We'll get you down to the vet bay and get you patched up. You're going to be fine. Get her on the gurney and be careful of that wing, Duncan. I will, Doctor. That's it, Lieutenant. Gently. Easy does it. Informed of her injury, Doctor. Of course, Captain. Anjou, keep us moving towards Tuperi. Lieutenant Commander, bring up that star on screen. Yes, Captain. Good Lord. Oh, mais c'est impossible. It is so huge. Can we shrink that slightly? It's filling the whole screen. My Lord, all the blazing colors. It truly is dying. Terrifying. Never really wanted to be this close to a Nova. If there is a hell in this galaxy, we're looking at it right now. Yet, we are better off than the people of Tupere for Sotomont. 
Our homes are not going to be destroyed by that... that thing. We must help them, mon capitaine. Honor and duty demand it. Vive l'honneur. Vive le devoir. Un par two et two par un. You may have noticed, Lieutenant, that is what we're here for. All right, I want all sensors pointed towards that star. Every test we have, run it twice. And if you have anything in your secret Thylor arsenal, Lieutenant Commander, now would be the time to whip it out of your hat like the proverbial rabbit. We've got to learn why this star is eating itself so rapidly. And exactly how much time we have left. Yes, Captain. Lieutenant Anjou, how long until we reach Tuperi? The moon is at the outer edge of the system, ma'am. About 12 hours at our current speed, unless it can repair the engines quicker. It'd have to be that far out to sustain any life right here anymore. Oh my gods, what a nightmare. Yes, it is. And if we don't do our job right, that nightmare will come to Tuperi. Let's get there, people. We have a lot of work to do. Dr. Filigord, how is your patient? Lieutenant Mikkel should be ready to go back on duty in about five to six hours. Her wing was easy enough to mend, but I want her resting for now. Good. We should reach to Perry in ten hours, and then things should get more... interesting. How go repairs, Captain? As well as we can expect, considering outside conditions... Zeet has his army of little mechbots out and about repairing the areas of the ship we can't get to. His live crew's doing the rest. Right now, he's busy obsessing over the engines. An eccentric mechanoid, to be sure, but an interesting one. It is nice to have one around who has almost as many arms as I do. Personally, I'm glad to have you both on board. If you'd indulge me, Doctor, why did you decide to take a posting on Gaia? Meaning no disrespect, it's just, well, I know nothing about you. Or your species, for that matter. No disrespect at all, Captain. As for my race, we call ourselves the theme. And by and large, we are content to devote our lives in the service of our people at home. In our colonial system, the majority believe that the first we must conquer ourselves and the environments we call home before taking an outside situations. Meaning no disrespect to you and your species, of course. Of course, but you left. I did, to gain knowledge and experience that I can then take back and share with home. Exposure to all the subtle ecological variations we shall encounter will give Dr. Undom and I enormous research opportunities. I can't wait! And, well, I happen to rather enjoy being among other space-faring races. There's a certain camaraderie out here, if you will, that doesn't show itself quite as much back home. And I've learned a change of scenery, as some call it, can do wonders to the spirit as well. I doubt any of my brethren will ever be this close to a Nova for lifetimes upon lifetimes to come. I heard my name mentioned. Uh, 
Doctor Undomo, I was just telling the captain about our research plans. Yes. Dr. Philicott has a very nice module devoted entirely to xenopotony. I just came from there. He has plans there from all over the Confederation in their own special chambers for the environmental conditions. It is truly wonderful. What sort of plants, Dr. Philigort? <sighs> oh, herbal, medicinal, or both animal and sentience. Oh, some ornamental and some whose purpose I don't know quite yet. But I'm researching. The good doctor and I hope to develop new treatment and perhaps viable foodstuffs for use in the Confederation. Now that is a wonderful idea. Do keep me informed of your progress, doctors. Just please don't let any nasty, hairy, carnivorous plants loose on the ship. The last thing we need right now are lurking flora that love to eat my toes. Law. <laughs> no. If we find anything like that, I might keep it for use on difficult patients. <laughs> and then you can patch them up afterwards. True. Hmm. No toiling turnips then. Thank you, Doctor. And how do things go in Medbay? Medbay is as prepared as it can be, Captain. All injuries from our arrival are healed up, and I've made sure the volunteer medical personnel have fully stocked med kits in the assigned shuttles with backup supplies in case of emergencies. I also have several modules near Medbay converted into triage centers if we need them. Speedjet has much the same here for the animals. Good work, both of you. Hopefully, there will not be much work for you to do, but I wouldn't count on it. You are heading to bed. The escape done. You did just get off a double shift. Oh, I plan on heading there, believe me. I just wanted to check on the call and see the modules for myself. Thank you both, and I'll see you later. You're welcome, as always, Captain. Sleep well. Ah, Captain, I wonder when I would see you here. Just poking my head in, Dr. Noah. How goes things here? These modules are fantastic. Jungle on one side, desert on the other, and is that a forest I see up ahead? (laughs) Yes, it is, Captain. Yes, it is. As you know, each habitat here is quite large. Several acres at least. These here are meant for some of the larger species. But of course, any habitat is adaptable as needed to house most, if not all, species on record. And the plant life? Most of these are holographic, based off the computer data we have on Two Prairie. We hope to grow our own in some of the farming modules lower down. Gaia has the most sophisticated hollow projection system installed, and each module and habitat is fully wired, so we can change each to match. Pretty much whatever environment we wish. Most impressive. I've read up on these systems, but usually they are only put to military use. It is nice to see them in a capacity that everyone can enjoy. Thank you, Captain. I'm glad you approve. Ah, you're welcome, Gaia. How are you feeling? Rather sore, I think. It's strange. I'm not used to feeling anything. But my outer hull certainly hurts. And so do my engines. I'm sure Zeta will have you back in top form in no time. He certainly seems fond of you. He is qualified without error. But then, that is what he was built for. Oh, there's more to it than that, I think. 
Zeke seems to fancy you. I wouldn't be surprised if you get asked out on a date. A date? How can a ship go on a date? <laughs> oh, I don't doubt Zeke will think of something. I wouldn't worry about it, Gaia. Just concentrate on getting better. I am going to visit Zeke in engineering before he frets himself into shorting a circuit. Any orders? Just get some sleep, Doctor. I'll want you and the rest of the main staff on duty once we get to Tuperi, and we won't get much sleep then. Take it while you can. Yes, Captain. Take me to Zeke, Gaia. Yes, Captain. Tell me, Captain, do you have any orders for me, personally? Ah, uh, how so? Well, I was only just activated, and I'm working off of my basic programming. You are the Captain. How do you wish me to evolve? I wonder when you would ask, what will you be when you grow up? Gaia, you're as much a person as I am. You have the capacity to learn and reshape yourself just as we all do. But what should I do? How does one go about becoming a person? I don't know where to start. Well, you have your duty and functions as a zooship, of course, just like I have my duty to you and all those aboard you. We biologics have our parents to help us do that, but your builders don't function as parents. I guess they left that up to whomever would be in command. I would talk with Zeke to start. He is another mechanical being like yourself and seems a fully realized personality. He might be able to help. And I know he would love to speak with you. Zeet. His actions confuse me. I am not sure what to make of him. What does he wish of me? He is rather taken with you, Gaia, romantically speaking. I've no experience with artificial sentience romance, I guess, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. Right now, you should focus more on figuring out what type of person you want to be. Be friends with Zeke and discover who you are, and then see how you feel. It is also new, Captain. I awake to the middle of a crisis and get my skin singed off by a supernova before I can orient myself. I follow my basic programming and your orders because I don't know what else to do. It's daunting. I imagine it must be. I'll do what I can to help you, as much as any living being can, I guess. I think the first piece of advice for you would be to devote your free resources, when you're not on duty, of course, to the files in our library systems. The universe is huge, Gaia. Look around, find out what interests you, and pursue it in your free time. Also, keep talking with people. Ask for advice. Make some friends. Friends? Would people wish to befriend a ship? I know Zeke would, and I certainly do. And you'll find there are others. Now, of course, I'm not saying to invade people's privacy in their own quarters unless they call out for you. But if there are conversations going on in public areas, feel free to introduce yourself and join in. Some will be happy to talk with you, others won't. But I wouldn't take it personally. You'll find them just as surprised by you as you are by them. You are the first of your kind, you know. Thank you for your kindness, Captain. I noticed as I went through your personnel file that you have a great fondness for sushi. I'm taking the liberty of having dinner prepared and sent to your quarters, along with some hot tea. Ah, oh, Gaia, you're an angel. I'm sure soon I'll be wondering how I ever got along without you. You're most welcome, Captain. In the world? Zeke? Zeke, are you alright? Over here, Captain. Oh, 
My goodness, Zeet, what did you do to yourself? Mm. I didn't do anything. Those malfunctioning short circuits short circuiting one of the engine control panels. I got caught in a blast. And sent flying straight into those barrels of what are those? Spare parts? Exactly. Fallen and I can't get up? Here, let me help clear some of this. Ah, there we are. Oh, uh, you look a bit dinged up. Are you all right? Uh, more embarrassed than damaged, to be honest, Captain. I would have liked our first face ocular sensor meeting to have been under better circumstances. <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't what I expected. What's wrong with your robot support staff? What's wrong with my robot staff? They're, they're new models, my Captain. The lot of them. They're prototypes. Should have held them back for more tests, but we had to leave sooner than we planned. My vacation was interrupted too, Zeet. At least I was rescued from the dratted mosquitoes. When duty calls, Captain, it's best not to let it go to voicemail. And at least if I fix her well, I might hover my way into the beautiful guy's affections. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you, Zeke. It's just a new experience for me to meet a mechanoid that has a crush on another mechanoid. Oh, no, 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 no. Not a mere crush, Captain. That is what you get when you're still software. No, this is a burning passion. At the thought of her, all of my motivators heat and the world is suddenly bright and wonderful. Oh, her engines, her, her power core, her complexity, like the universe's greatest puzzle, one that I shall never tire of exploring. <laughs> my goodness. Um, you do realize that guy has just been turned on, don't you? Uh, I mean, it's turned on as in just activated. Give her some time to realize who she is before you go sweeping her off her, um, engines. I shall take your words to heart, Captain, and we mechanoids do have time on our side. As long as there are parts with which to repair the damage and energy with which to power our cores. <sighs> Gaia, my love, I shall wait an eternity for you if I must. Near, <sighs> far, wherever you are, I should do a musical rendition. Uh, well, how go the repairs? We need our shields and the shuttle base up and running 100%. I have my biologicals as well as the mechanoids that aren't buggy working on the shuttle base, making sure they're ready for duty once we arrive. I'm making the shields my own top priority. Guy and I are scheming on ways to increase their efficiency and effectiveness. Fortunately, they were not badly damaged in the battle, so they mainly just need time to recharge. Well, at least there's some good news on that. Keep up the good work and, uh, try not to get yourself destroyed. We need you. And it'd be a shame to put Gaia in the hands of an engineer who has less than her best interests at heart. I shall never abandon the fair Gaia, for I, Zeke, am her mechanoid white knight. I shall hover into the rescue. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Zeet. I do appreciate all the work you are doing on my behalf. Excuse the interruption, Captain. Your dinner is ready. Ah, thank you, Gaia. Carry on, Zeet. I'll check in with you later. Yes, Captain. Enjoy your evening meal. Now, where did I... That hydrogen peroxide canister. Ah! Alright, that would be me falling over from all the junk that's everywhere. Take 
take me to my quarters, Gaia. <laughs> I've actually yet to see them. Food and bed in that order, I think. Sushi. Food for the gods. Oh, boy, do I need it. Yes, Captain. Time to wake up, my stunning captain. We're almost to Tupuri. Nobody is stunning just waking up after a stressful sleep cycle. Oi, the dreams I have. It just so happens I brought a remedy for a bad night's sleep. You're a lifesaver. Even if you are an incorrigible little... You, sir, did a very bad thing. Getting me addicted to it back at university. Mmm. Ooh, on my favorite. You remembered. I remembered you downing gallons of it while we crammed before every test. And raiding every sushi place in the city. Sometimes beyond when the conditions favored it. You do like it dark in here, don't you? Gaia, lights please. Ah, much better. Hmm. My, my, you are looking a bit dilapidated, aren't you, Captain? Ooh, Captain, my Captain. While you are looking disgustingly chipper as always. I don't know how you do it. Natural talent, my dear. And a little device you may want to consider called a hairbrush. Come on, drink up. Chuperia waits. What's our repair status? The shuttle bays are operational and our shields are, if not 100%, then at least a good deal better than they were before. I'm not sure how Zeet pulled off that one. Our chief engineer bot is a wonder. And quite amusing, too. I'll be sure to thank him. Any word from the moon? Uh, none yet, but we're not quite within local comm range. We do have reports from sensors of a very large fleet gathered around the moon. That would be the salvage convoy. Hopefully they've already begun evacuation efforts. Ah, much better, Mon Capitan. Your hair looks much better when it isn't, um... Uh, frizzy, I believe your flatmate used to call it. <clears throat> At least you never attacked me with scissors or an electric razor. <sighs> All right. Come on, Mike. Let's go save the planet. Orbital approach. Lieutenant McCall, open a channel. Let's see what's going on down there. Yes, Captain. Channel open. This is Captain Elizabeth Monroe of the Confederation Zooship Gaia calling the Tuperi Colonial Administration. Come in, TCA. Captain, this is Governor Amalan. Thank Zetark you've come. We were so afraid we would have to give up our larger animal life. 
We could not give resources to ecological rescue. Not on my watch, Governor. With your permission, we'll start dropping our shuttles to begin ferry action. Your star is progressing more rapidly towards Nova than we anticipated, I'm afraid. At this point, every moment counts. I thought as much. You must help us, please. Please. What's the status of your population evacuation? Your sky seems full of ships. I've never seen so many. We're getting reports that about two-thirds have been taken off the moon, but, uh, well, we're pretty organized down here. Not for long. The closer the sun gets to Nova, the more panicked people are going to be. We already have dangerous rioting erupting near and on the landing platforms. People are mostly trying to push ahead in line for now, but our security measures, they're starting to fray. Also, people won't leave their homes. I mean, we can hardly blame them, but in this crisis, they must. And we cannot persuade them. Damn. We'll do what we can, but we're mainly here to handle the animal and plant life. I've brought extra security people from Confed, everyone they can spare. I'll pack them into the shuttles and get them down to you first thing. You can have your security people coordinate with Lieutenant Barask. Thank you, Captain. Please, please, calm down as quickly as you can. I will clear out half the, half the space force for you if I must. At least, please, just send whomever you can. We'll be most grateful. We'll start landing procedures then, Governor. Call us if you have any problems. Good luck. I don't need to tell you how much depends upon your efforts here. We have to worry about our own people. The animals will perish if you do not help us. <sighs> All right, you heard her, people. Everyone to their assigned shuttles. Let's begin landing procedures. Lieutenant Barask, get security down there, but make sure to keep our guys and their ships protected. Those going for wildlife preservation should only touch down long enough to offload their passengers and then head off to their target zones. We do not worry about damage to the surroundings. Whatever we don't save will be destroyed anyways. Sample everything for genetic storage and follow the plans made. Above all, guys, be safe. against this action, mistress. Let's go back to the evacuation shuttles. Will I go back in my pocket? There is no need for threats. Then shush up and help me find a good hiding place. people, you're the captain. This is it. The entire planet's ecology is at stake. These people are losing everything and it is up to us to save whatever we can. Strap in and let's get moving. We have offloaded the animal rescue folks and now it's our turn to go out into the bush. Huh? They are here to rescue as many animals as they can before the planet explodes. Oh. Look, over there. Let's hide behind there. The stasis pod in the cargo bay? Yes, it's perfect. Nobody will look there. Oh my! What is that stench? 
This is not one of your better plans, mistress. I heard you. I heard you the first billion times. Any questions? No? Then let's go. Shh, they're going to hear us. This is not one of your better plans, mistress. If you say this is a bad idea, one more time, I'm going to do it like you. This is such... Right, you may pocket now. Oh, no. Oh, germs. Okay, here we go. Oh, I always forget how much I hate space travel. We're down. You all have your assignments. Spread out through the area and find your targets. And there's a herd of tweezos not far away. Dart and stay this them first, and then we'll get the smaller ones. Uh, Graham, Nelly, really, mistress? It's a bad day to be your pet. You're just begging to get let Dart you. Not who, what? Dart and Stasis. They're going to give the Tweezers a sleep medicine and put them in the Stasis pod. Ooh, come on, let's watch. Can I come out of the pocket now? Only if you promise to be good. I'm always good. It's you I worry about. Watch out. These babies are bigger than elephants. Circle around them. We'll need to go quietly and quickly to keep them from getting away. Oh, look at those sneezes. You only want to suck you up in its nose no trouble. What a disturbing thought. Careful. We don't want them to see us. Get behind that tree. Ready? Ready? Now, fire. <gasps> That's it now. Come on, let's get them loaded on a shuttle. Be careful with the status cocoons. Look out! They're coming back! Hide! Ah! 
What the? Oh, no. Gaia's voyages. The crew gets word of the accident on Zafani. Looks like we're in a fix now. Can't stay here, and we can't go back upstream. Can't we call your ships for help, Dr. Noah? Blast! I'm afraid not, Natty. I must have lost my comm in the fall. That's not good! They'll send rescue teams here for us. Zoo Team 315 to Gaia. Please come in. This is Gaia. Zoo Team 315. What do you have to report? Nothing good. There's been an accident. Elizabeth Mycroft and Desdemona go off to the rescue. I am leading a rescue team down there. We'll take care of Dr. Noah and the child. Captain, you are not going down there. It's too dangerous and you're in charge. You think I'm just going to sit here in my cushy seat during a crisis? Fab chance, Commander. If you're going down there, I'm going with you. I wouldn't have it any other way, Mike. Lieutenant Commander Xanthaxis, you're with us. And Doomsday arrives. Gender Syncombinate is about to be reached, Captain. There's no more time. Lieutenant Anjou, engage the jump drive. That's madness. We haven't reached our point yet. We could end up anywhere or nowhere. We have no choice. The star is about to go supernova. Lieutenant Blastic, do it! Engaging the jump drive. Gaia's Voyages, only at Broken Sea Audio Productions. www.brokensea.com The crime rate in the United States rises 400%. The once great city of New York becomes the one maximum security prison for the entire country. A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline, across the Harlem River, and down along the Brooklyn shoreline. It completely surrounds Manhattan Island. All bridges and waterways are mined. The United States police force, like an army, is encamped around the island. 
the prison's name, New York Maximum Security Penitentiary, Manhattan Island. There are no guards inside the prison, only prisoners and the worlds they have made. This is the Broken Sea Audio production of Escape from New York. Bring him out in 24 hours, and you're a free man. I'll think about it. No time. Give me an answer. Let's get a new president. Trade center dead ahead. Should be there now. and child pub in Oxford. It's 1933 and while life is normally quite dull around here, there are three blokes lately who... Valkyries! We saw Valkyries! I jolly well hope that by the end of term not a mythological creature is ever seen again. I would that they had never existed. Um, I hate to point this out, Worsley, but usually by definition, if it is mythological, it never existed. <laughs> now you're confusing me. I thought that was my calling in life. Normally, I wouldn't believe a word they told me. But, seeing as last week Ares, God of War, was in the pub, causing 30 quid of damage, I might add, the fiend, I'm beginning to expect the unexpected round here. Oi! I thought I ordered a shepherd's pie. Coming! Broken Sea Audio Productions, Maudlin. Join the mayhem at brokensea.com. Journey to a faraway land where swords and sorcery decide the fate of kingdoms. Travel the paths of warriors and wizards as they fulfill a forgotten prophecy, culminating in a furious battle between the forces of darkness and light. Adventures begin in a humble tavern filled with tall tales and dark secrets. Sit thee down and hearken to the saga of the Grog and Griffin. Only at Westlake Films in conjunction with Broken Sea Audio, where fantasy audio is forged.
Gaia's Voyages, Episode 2, Disaster at Zafani, Part 2, featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe, David Alt as Commander Mycroft Beckert, Renee Christine Jones as Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zanthaxis and Lieutenant McCall, Ara Pelodi as Dr. Candice Undomo, Christy Plotkin as Dr. Squeegert Filigort, James Rossi as Zeet, Melissa Mippa Johnson as Gaia, Abner Cenaries as Lieutenant Andre Anjou. Bruce Busby as Lieutenant Borask. Alexa Chipman as Governor Amalan. Paul Lavelle as Duncan. And introducing Natasha Damroth as Natty and Tigger Barrett the Cat as the Tweezels. Written, cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine V. Barrett. Script editor, Seth Adam Schur. Original Gaia's Voyages main title music by Sam Haft. Additional music, Big Boy, Bigger Toys, Ostara, Sonara Ghost Train, The Valley of the Lost Machines, Void Jumper, Terminus X, Ships, and Untitled by David Alexander McDonald. Witch Hunt, Achilles, Exotic Battle, and No Good Layabout by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com. Released in 2009. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. For more behind-the-scenes information on Gaia's voyages, as well as other audio drama offerings, visit us on the web at www.brokensea.com. Thanks for listening. Far, wherever you are, I have my biologicals as well as the mechanoids that are not.